Good afternoon. Welcome to CMDA Canada's devotional series. Today's presenter is Dr. Lindy Bazikovich. Uh, Lindy is a family physician in Huntsville, Ontario. My name is Larry Worthen. I'd like to welcome you, welcome you to this broadcast on behalf of CMDA Canada. Dr. Bazikovich has been a tremendous contributor to CMDA Canada. She first became a member when she was a student at the University of Ottawa. And I think you'll be impressed by the caliber of today's devotional. She has a real strong faith in Jesus Christ, which is really evident today. She shares with us some of the challenges uh, with the disruption that's been brought about by the COVID-19 pandemic. She talks about her own uh, challenges, uh, what she's seen in her colleagues, and some of the difficulties experienced by patients at this time. And I think it's a really timely and helpful uh, reminder to us that we have a resource at the very uh, uh, base of our hearts, which is our relationship with Christ, that can really help us and give us uh, strength and convictions at this really difficult and challenging time. All of our seven-week devotional series is going to lead up to a special presentation on Saturday, May 30th. Uh, uh, we're going to be uh, welcoming Dr. Dave Stevens, who is the former CEO of CMDA in the States. And his presentation is going to be entitled Sufficient Courage. He'll also be sharing with us about how we can really draw on our faith in Christ to help us during this difficult period. It's also going to incorporate an abbreviated AGM for CMDA so that you can get updated on what our progress has been in the last year. Today's presentation is also going to feature uh, Matthias Ware, who is a third year MD PhD student at the University of Toronto, who will be sharing his music with us. I'd like you to encourage you to use your Facebook comment section uh, to give us any prayer requests that you may have for us to pray for you today. John Dykeman, our ministry lead, is going to be uh, gathering all those prayer requests together and sharing them with us at the end of today's uh, devotional. We are one family in Christ, and we as brothers and sisters need to be able to support, our, support each other during difficult times like this uh, to help us uh, to uh, ensure that we have the strength and the grace to be able to deal with all the challenges that we face. We'd like to also encourage you, if you like what you hear today, to share this with your contacts on Facebook. This could be an opportunity for evangelization for us to offer these consoling devotionals to our colleagues who may not know Christ, may not be aware of CMDA Canada. So just think about it. Take a moment and share uh, uh, this uh, devotional with your friends on Facebook so that others uh, can experience the joy uh, and the grace that we experience through this devotional series. So just take a moment to sit back, relax, enjoy this, be open to God's blessings, and uh, we pray that the Lord will be with you and will bless you uh, today and always. God bless. Hello CMDA, it's a pleasure to be with you guys this morning. I wanna take a few moments uh, and share a message um, that the Father's been speaking to my heart. Um, 
in this last month. It's a simple message, but I think one that we as the church, we as healthcare providers, and we simply as humans uh, do need to hear. The message is, do not fear. In these last few weeks, the Father has been gently reminding me, he's been whispering me, my whispering in my ear that I don't need to be afraid, that I don't need to be anxious, that he is with me, that he is my peace. As a young child, I memorized the words of Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. God has been bringing this verse um, to my mind a lot recently. And I'll be honest, when he first started talking to me about fear, I reacted kind of funny. I started to ask God, what are you talking about? I'm not afraid. Which I just laugh at now. Because as I quieted myself, as I started to listen more carefully to what God was trying to say to me, I realized I was afraid. I just didn't want to admit it. In our culture, I think there's some stigma about fear. So instead of acknowledging our fear, instead of acknowledging our anxiety, we tend just to express it indirectly. We get irritable, we get angry, we get emotional, we grasp for control and try and play God. We even become a wee bit irrational at times. But at the end of the day, the root of all these reactions, of all these behaviors, is fear. And I'm really just convinced that fear is never a good motivator. It's never God's heart for us. God is a good father. He never wants to see his children walking in fear. I work as a new grad, small town, rural emerge doc, um, and GP anesthetist. Um, and as God has been starting to talk to me more about my own fear, I've also started to see the effects of fear around me in a much more clear way. Let's be honest, COVID has created a lot of fear, um, both inside and outside of the hospitals. Um, but I think there's a unique type of fear present in the hospitals um, where we are either being where we are either having to manage patients with COVID or worried that we're going to be hit hard by COVID. Um, and there's been a lot of unique effects and probably unusual behaviors going on, at least in my hospital. Um, I've come to realize that though, that the palpable tension that I feel at work, at work I've been feeling at work, that the uncharacteristic conflicts that I've been seeing between staff, between admin, physicians, nursing, other allied health professions. It's not simply people being difficult. 
it's not people, it's not that people aren't bright. It's not that people don't want to do a good job at their jobs. It's that people are afraid. Recently, as I look around, I've been seeing fear amongst my colleagues. I've been seeing a lot more fear in my patients, whether, whether it's the fact that they were, that they're afraid and apologetic about being in a merge, that they're petrified to be admitted, scared of coming to hospital to have their baby, or coming in super sick simply because their fear caused them to wait things out too long at home. Um, I'm seeing this common thread of fear. And I get it. These are uncertain times. And people have a lot to lose. But I would challenge you as a believer, this is also a time of great opportunity. It's a time where Jesus beckons us to, to draw near to him. A time when Jesus offers to calm our anxieties. A time when we have the opportunity to both implicitly and explicitly give a reason for the hope that we have to our patients and colleagues. So what do we do with our fear? What do we do with our anxious thoughts? Philippians gives us a clear model for what we're to do with when we are anxious and afraid. The first thing that we need to do is to acknowledge these fears to take them to God, to confess that we are afraid. The second thing is to respond with thankfulness, to choose to thank God for everything that he is, to declare and hold on to what we know is true of God, that he is our provider, that he is a good father, that he is enough, to thank God for all the times in the past where he's come through for us. And there's something powerful about doing this, about even in the midst of our, of our fears and anxieties, choosing to shift our attention to God. The simple act of focusing on the greatness of God causes our fear to become less as we look at a God that is all powerful and all loving and all knowing. The, the last thing um, that Philippians directs us to do is to ask God what, what we need for what we need. He is our father and he's a good father. He wants to know our hearts. He wants to know what it is that's at the core of our fear. And he wants to turn us to turn to him as our provider. He wants us to choose to put our trust in him. I love what Psalms, um, models in terms of response to fear. Take a moment and read Psalms 56, verse three and four. And then we'll also read Psalms 91, verses one to four. Psalms 56 says, but when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. I praise God for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? And Psalms 91 says, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. 
for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. What I would challenge you to do today is instead of denying your fears, denying your anxieties, I challenge you to take them to God. Take them to the one that holds all power and authority and is the Prince of Peace. Whether the source of your fear is COVID, whether it's CARMS, whether it's other life decisions, stuff going on in your family, whether it's deciding to step out in obedience to something God's calling you to do, um, or something else entirely, take your fear to God. Lay it at his feet. Thank him for who he is and what he's done. And ask him for what you need. And it would also just remind us as the body to be kind and compassionate to your colleagues and patients who are struggling with fear right now. We have a great opportunity to bear witness uh, in the way that we respond to our colleagues that are afraid. I would challenge you to ask God for opportunities to share the reason for the hope that we have. Um, people are searching, people are afraid. Um, let's not waste that opportunity. I really am convinced that even in the midst of, the suf of suffering, in the midst of evil, in the midst of great fear, that God can use this for good. Run to him with your fears, even when you don't feel like it. Grab hold of scripture. Declare what you know to be true of God and ask him for what you need. If I know anything in life, I know that God is faithful. He is trustworthy and he is good. Let's close with reading John 14, 27 and Joshua 1, 8. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And Joshua 1, 8 says, this is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord is with you wherever you go. Thank you. Lord, I come, I confess, bowing here, I find my rest. Without you, I fall apart, you're the one that guides my heart. Lord, I need you.
Thank you so much, Matthias. Uh, Matthias, as Larry said, he's an MD, PhD student right here in Toronto. And we had uh, Lindy Bezakevich, who we've gotten to know a little bit over the years, be it at a conference or at our usual Eastern student retreats. So thank you so much, Lindy, for, for sharing that message with, with us. I think you're, Lindy's actually with me right now. Are you there, Lindy? Can you hear, can you hear me? Hi, John. Hey, Lindy, welcome. Thank you. You joining us from beautiful Huntsville? Yes. Oh, nice, nice. I really love your your choice of passage. Uh, uh, Philippians is such a like hopeful text in this time and the seasons that we find ourselves in. If you think about like the context where like Paul was like in prison, you know, his life was like turned upside down, and you know, he was finding himself in a circumstance that most people would not want to find themselves in. Yet in that he was finding peace and he was finding finding like the presence of God was was enough. It was it was enough of a consolation for him to endure that type of suffering. And so I just really love your your choice of text there. Uh, you gave us some you gave us a really concrete example of just what a lot of I think healthcare professionals are experiencing and patients of of fear and and, and that sort of thing and, and just your experience in the in the hospital. I think that was really um, uh, poignant for this time and really helpful. And I was just wondering, is there anything that you wanted to kind of uh, elaborate on? I, I love some of the things that you'd said. You'd said that, you know, this is such a opportunity for implicit or explicit uh, opportunities to, to share our faith. Um, I don't know if, if you've been kind of prayerful about that and, and, and had an opportunity to maybe, um, you know, just, just be loving in a way that maybe somebody needs to receive love. Um, can, is there anything that you want to elaborate on in that, in that regard? Um, sure, John. Uh, I haven't had any opportunities 
as of yet to explicitly talk about Jesus um, with my colleagues during this pandemic. Um, but more and more, I've been recognizing opportunities and trying to take them to implicitly share God's love um, simply by choosing patience and choosing loving kindness in my response mm. to anxious, fearful colleagues. Um, mm. I think before God started talking to me about this issue of fear, um, my internal response um, to other people's fear at work um, was often frustration. Mm. Uh, I was viewing them just as being irrational, obstructive, um, because I was seeing their behavior, not what was behind their behavior. Mm. Um, and as God has been speaking to me about my fear and my response to other people's fear has changed. Mm. Um, I've had some neat encounters um, just seeing how people soften up um, and appreciate it when you acknowledge their fear, when you validate what they're feeling. Um, I think though the fruit of it hasn't come yet, I think it's planting good seed. Um, mm. It's building relationship in which I have every confidence that in the future, I'm going to have an opportunity um, to speak forth more of who God is into their life. Um, and that's what I'm hoping and praying for. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, that's such a hopeful um, just nugget that I think we can chew on for a while of just because it, it's something that we're all experiencing it, whether it's in the hospital, as you said, or out of the hospital with our families. And, and I think just like naming that fear and, and, and seeing that's what's behind some of the, the behaviors that we're seeing. So that's just a really great insight. And, you know, I was even thinking about you know, uh, for some of our members who maybe are experiencing fear of just, you know, maybe it's a good opportunity to call another CMDA friend or a Christian friend and colleague and just say, Hey, you know, just how's, how's life? Like, how's life going? And, you know, I, and then maybe saying, you know, this is what my work experience is like, maybe sharing some of that being a little vulnerable. And sometimes people open up and um, it's kind of an opportunity, I think, for, for fellowship as we share our burdens with each other too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the yeah. value of that is immense. And I like, um, personally, I'm very thankful to a couple of my Christian colleagues here in town that I've been able to chat through some of these things with and, you know, acknowledge that fear too, and have the opportunity to then point each other back to Jesus. And I think that's really what the body's about. Amen. Totally. And that's why CMDA exists, right? We're, we're a fellowship to support each other and we want to be a support, supporting each other, especially at this time. So Lindy, thank you so much for joining us and thank you so much for your devotional. I know that I've been blessed and I'm sure that many other people are finding it a blessing too. So thanks so much for being with us. You're very welcome. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a quote that I was thinking about too, uh, George Adair uh, who I don't know a lot about, but this quote's been circulating around uh, on the web. And uh, I think it's, it's, it's an older quote, but it goes something like this. Everything that we ever wanted is on the other side of fear. Everything that we ever wanted is on the other side of 
fear. So it's like kind of moving past those fears that creates this opportunity for, I think, the Holy Spirit to, to move and to, and to do things in our lives. So uh, very exciting uh, to think that this is an op- opportunity for the Holy Spirit. Um, so let's move into a time of prayer. I'm going to be checking our Facebook page to see if there's any prayer requests that came in. And uh, I see a lot of uh, a lot of really positive comments of people who have really appreciated your uh, devotional, Lindy. I don't see any prayer requests. I do want to be praying, especially for a member we heard this morning who is unwell, um, has uh, has cancer, and um, he's been a longtime uh, member of CMBA since it's uh, since you could start becoming a member. I think in 1974, and uh, and so we need to lift um, him up in prayer. Um, his name's John, so we'll, we'll just remember John in prayer. And um, let's also be praying for our healthcare workers who are experiencing fear uh, and, and, and families that are maybe, uh, maybe being affected by fear. We don't know when this thing will come to an end. We don't know the future, uh, but we know as we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, uh, he will give us that, that peace that uh, we all need. Um, so, uh, so let's be praying for, for that also. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and the, the one other note, uh, I'm going to embarrass somebody, but I think, uh, my colleague, Lori, she celebrated her, uh, wedding anniversary, uh, yesterday. So we celebrate, uh, with God on that one. And, uh, we asked for God's blessing and her marriage to Jerry. So, uh, so, uh, would you, uh, would you, um, just bow with me in a time of prayer as we, as we close. Father in heaven, uh, we're so grateful for Lindy. Um, she's a blessing to, to me and so many at CMBA. And uh, Father, we uh, thank you for this message about fear and how we can be honest uh, before you and before others who we love and trust and to bring our fears uh, to you and to them, knowing that as we do that, Father, that you've got, you've got good plans for us, Father, that you don't, uh, your fear is not the will uh, of God for our lives. Um, but you, you know that we do experience fear and that you will help us to move through our fears. And um, just reminded of Psalm 23, you know, walking through that valley of the shadow of death, God is with us. And what a great consolation that is. And, and knowing that he's got, he's got something on the other side of fear for us. Uh, what, what great news that is that uh, we don't have to stay in our fears. So, Father, I pray for your divine intervention at uh, uh, clinics and and, um, places of work where there is fear. Father, that you would break some of that ice uh, that exists between colleagues and maybe patients and that we could all realize that we are all human and we all deal with this thing called fear. And as as we're candid with one another that we love and trust, Father, I pray that uh, we could move past that and, and just experience your love and be captivated by the love of God. Um, Father, we think of uh, this member who's been a longtime member, John, who, uh, who's been diagnosed with cancer. And uh, we just thank you for his faithfulness over the years, Father, of, uh, and his contribution to CMDA in, in different ways. And, and we lift him to you and we pray your blessing upon him, Lord Jesus. We pray for your healing power to be at work in John's life. Uh, just comfort his wife and family through this time as they, as they walk through this um, uh, road ahead. Father, uh, may they know that you are their peace uh, through this challenging time. Uh, 
And uh, Lord of God, we thank you for, uh, for Lori and uh, as she celebrates her, her wedding anniversary, we pray your blessings upon her and her husband. And we thank you for their, their witness to uh, CMDA and to uh, so many others in their church and in their family and in other lives. Um, so, Father, we, we give you thanks for this time, and we pray that you would continue to uh, bless us as we go. We pray now in, in Jesus' name. And I'm going to finish with a blessing, um, but I want to remind you that uh, we'll be here again next week, uh, 12 Eastern on Facebook Live, and I really hope that you can join us then. Uh, we've got a few more weeks left of this, and uh, I know that I've enjoyed uh, hearing these devotionals. So uh, uh, be blessed as you go, but receive this blessing. This is a benediction from Hebrews chapter 13. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So be blessed. Thanks for joining us and uh, bring your fears uh, to God and knowing that he's got good plans in the midst of uh, a challenging time. So thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.